Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. Today's episode is called Money Consciousness kind of leads to this concept of just talking about more about consciousness and I'm going to be really talking about my observations in our economy right now and uh, generational healing and money as energy as well. Why am I talking about this? Why is it such, uh, how does it have anything to do with spirituality and soul, soul stuff that I always talk about? Well, I think one thing that I've learned going into this like manifestation journey and spiritual journey and personal growth journey and becoming journey is that one thing I've noticed is people really like it when I talk about money um, on my Instagram channel or even just looking at my podcast statistics. Um, people love hearing about personal stories. So my Shanghai stories, also my episode called my money stories is one of the top downloaded episodes as well. So people really like to know about people's personal life. I really just think this is humans as a general and, um, yeah, I'm no different, right? Like I learned through stories. I love to tell stories. And I think that, you know, people love to hear stories because when we hear stories, we understand that it's possible to, and we lot, a lot of us, even as children or little girls or imaginative, imaginative beings, we always um, can relate and create a belief stronger based on the premise of storytelling and so i've noticed that with my clients a lot of the times when i'm trying to explain or conceptualize a concept right you know spirituality as a concept manifestation as a concept i always think that it clicks the most when i tell stories because then it's relatable and like i said as humans we are selfish and we always want to know how is this going to benefit me right? Or how um, also adopting this concept of understanding and listening to other people's stories, you can believe that it's possible for you too. So storytelling is a very important skill set. And it's a very powerful tool that I use for my own coaching. 
and I do a lot of retelling stories or rewriting the stories with clients because it is mental stories. So first off, I want to talk about how I have a bunch of mental stories that I've been rewriting. And even so, and more importantly, is like, we are in this like energetic place in this world right now. May has been absolutely crazy. Um, it feels energetically like so much has been happening. Like I shared last week, um, you know, I had a breakdown and then like it led to a breakthrough and I felt like I was shedding parts of me and also shedding stories, right? Mental stories. And so I thought I used to have this story and this misconception in my mind. And it's because also people tell me stories and I have to like cut those cords that, have really held me back from being and truly stepping into my authenticity and true authentic self. And I share this because it's my own personal journey and everyone's journey is completely different. And it comes down to like who you want to be, not what everyone else is telling you. So when I started my manifestation journey, I was like lost in life and what I really wanted was I felt like money was not a driving point for me anymore. I felt like I really needed to figure out what it is, is my purpose here on earth. And so I was on this like real personal development journey to understand like what it is I'm here to do. And, you know, I came from a background where I've been working a lot of my life. So I've always had like money coming in and also have built a pretty successful corporate career where I had money coming in and then I had money coming in from my network marketing business, things like that. So that foundation for me was covered, but I felt on a soul level, I was lacking like I felt like a part of the inner world for me was missing. And I think this is an important topic to talk about because people always think that when they get to a certain point in their life, in their career or their bank account or their material possessions, they're going to be happy. And I so often find that when people hit that point in their life, they're never satisfied. And so how many times in life will you get to this point where you're like, oh, if I have $100,000 in my bank account, I'm going to feel good. And then you get that $100,000 in your bank account and you don't feel good. Well, then it's time to start to think and realize you have to do something different because truthfully, I mean, this eclipse has been this real place of like feeling this external pressure and letting go of what maybe old versions or stories or parts of you that no longer serve that. And so what I really want to, I guess, urge people to think about is why behind everything that you do, do you feel that you will be happy when you hit a certain place in your life? Why can't you be happy now? And this comes back to like my own manifestation journey and my own like spiritual journey and my own entrepreneurial journey is that like I used to think oh once I hit this income goal I will be happy and then I hit it and then what actually happens when you hit that goal is you feel this need to go and buy things and then you go and buy things and it brings you a temporary fleeting moment of happiness and then you go back 
to the same place that you were, which is always striving to hit something else. And I think what's really important to understand is as humans, we always should have a place that we're striving, a goal or dream to work towards. But the intention of why you work towards anything is not for the thing itself. It's for the feeling of it. And the secret for everything is you should feel it now. If you can't, if you're not happy with like $10,000 in your bank account, I don't know how how much happier you're going to be with $100,000 or a million dollars in your bank account. And what is really interesting to understand about that is like, maybe you're listening to this and thinking, I would totally be like happier with $100,000 in my bank account or a million dollars in my bank account. Well, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like money is just energy and money is just levels of consciousness. If you've ever heard the concept of like new level, new devil, that's the same concept. So even if you have more money, you have more problems. You have your, your external reality doesn't really change because if you have, you know, problems within your relationships or with your self-worth or things like that, that doesn't change with money. And so this comes back to this idea of money consciousness. And interestingly enough, I have some very interesting views about money and the economy and how the economy is changing and how the energy of money is changing. And I'm not going to share that because I think I'm going to like record a secret podcast episode and see if my thoughts or my downloads do unfold um, in the future because I just have very interesting thoughts about it. Um, But one thing I want to talk about is this concept of money consciousness, okay? So consciousness is literally the perception of your entire reality, whether you have limits on your reality or whether uh, you have infinite potential in creating whatever you want. Consciousness is like the blank canvas that expands and expands and expands and allows you to create. But everyone's consciousness is different different based on two concepts. It's your upbringing, which is your environment, and like your current environment. So like both parts, pretty much your environment. And it all depends on your level of consciousness to actually see what reality is manifesting. I hope this makes sense because if you're new to this idea of consciousness or you're new to this idea of like really expanded awareness, it, I always say to my clients or I say to people that like are new to this like idea of like these terms to listen to something over and over and over again until it clicks because our consciousness expands every time we are exposed to new information, new environments, new surroundings, right? And so we have to be continuously in the environment or in the awareness or in the vibration of this new reality that we're creating. So what I really want to talk about is how everything outside of us right now is actually creating so much pressure 
okay, the pressure in the sense of like, if you actually, you know, go to the grocery store, or you fill up gas, or you go to the bank, or you look at the stock market, it's creating a lot of external pressure. And what I believe is happening is like, it is this evaluation that it's time to look at yourself and your own internal economy. This is a hot topic because I find that a lot of people that are more intuitive or in tune with the collective energy, the month of May has all been about reworking our own self-worth, our own internal economy, and being so grounded and rooted in ourselves that nothing can fuck with us. And I even say that because there's like this meme that like, be so aligned that Mercury retrograde can't fuck with you. Like guys, I, I pride myself on this because honestly, I don't even notice when it's Mercury retrograde anymore because I just feel that like I've built this foundation where I am always internally communicating and reevaluating and slowing down for myself. And that's the complete intention with Mercury retrograde. It's not here to like fuck you up and like turn your world around. It's here to slow you down, to reevaluate and ask yourself, are you going in the right direction that aligns with your, your, what you're creating and your manifestations? But for me, I've been doing this work for so long, I guess so long in my own sense that this is my life, right? Every day I'm spending time grounding, reevaluating and making sure I'm going in the direction that feels aligned. And so one common thing that happens within Mercury retrograde, which is here till like June 3rd or something, is that we um, have a lot of like tech issues and communication issues and things like that. And what really is meant to happen is you're meant to become consciously aware of how you are communicating with the world, of what message you're showing, maybe slowing down, right? You know, sometimes I find that like, I want to get a post out really, really quickly on my on my phone, right? And, you know, my phone will sometimes completely delete everything that I wrote. And so in those moments, it's like, I just take it as my consciousness and the universe saying to me, like, slow down, maybe you should actually think about what you're writing and not just feel like you have to push content out. Because for some reason, in your mental dialogue, you're saying like, you're going to push out content, and it's going to build and build and build and build, but like actually be more methodical and thoughtful in your content creation, or what you want to put out there in the world, make sure every time you do post it does do what you want it to do, it has the intention behind it, right. And so that is what's happening right now with Mercury retrograde. And I believe, this is my own personal belief, that that's what the economy is doing to us as human beings and um, as souls here first, is it's really trying to question our own um, mobility and ability to see our mental worth. And that manifests into our physical wealth and prosperity. That is my own belief on this. So recently, I've been asked to like really talk about um, this concept of an internal economy and how we create our internal economy. And I feel really grateful that I got to do this because, you know, one thing to get from this is that in life, no matter what's happening outside of us, 
the only thing that matters is what's happening inside of us. And I say this because, you know, if we do continue to look at the news or what's happening or um, listen to friends or whatever is happening, right? Like I don't really follow the news other than through memes. Um, there's a lot of like doom and gloom. And what I want to rephrase that is, is it's like a looming economy. It's like, it's this concept of like, hey, let's start to evaluate in our life what's happening. And if you've never been in a recession before or have never worked through a recession, then like this is the best time. I say this because I just know that in life, life is full of polarities and life has a rhythm and you cannot always be on a high without experiencing the lows because when you get on a high, you almost forget what it's like to be human or touchable or um, to actually develop or grow or expand and be more skillful. And I say this because the last two years, whether you were in sales for like, let's say the car industry or in real estate or even like lumber, right? Like things that, you know, are like in high demand. Well, you've been thriving. You've been thriving through this economy. And now you, this economy is shifting and changing as everything does is now it's time to evaluate how you can develop your skills because things are not just happening where leads are flowing into like water out of a waterfall. It's like you now have to become a skillful human being, people person, relationship builder. You have to remember and listen to everything that people say and bring back to the human aspect to what you do. And so I work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, that are very much sales driven because, you know, everything in life is sales, right? Like if you're not selling, you're not making money. But um, if you've never worked through a recession before, and I say this because people are so scared of that word, I'm not because I've worked through a recession before, is it's time to buckle up and like grow like grow as a human and evolve and expand and like figure out what you're good at and then own that skill and become so freaking unshakable that you thrive in a time where everything is not thriving. And no matter what your thoughts or beliefs are, it's time to rewrite it, that story, that mental story that you may be creating or facilitating in your mind or allowing to take space to create a different story. And I share this because, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like what are we going to do? Da, 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 da. Um, first of all, there are still businesses that thrive in a recession. And I saw this like post and, you know, before I became quote unquote spiritual, we're all spiritual, first of all, before I became more openly spiritual and sharing my thoughts about, you know, God and the universe and the cosmos, I was always someone that bought Forbes magazine. Um, all my previous books before reading all the books on law of attraction and like the, the conscious and subconscious mind were all economics books. All like, you know, what books I've packed up my entire house. I don't know where all my books are, but like books on creating like a platform economy to um, Elon Musk's book, like books about 
business and about commerce and economics because that is a part of who I am and that's a part of um, my life path. It's not just to be like the spiritual teacher. It's to actually realize that like I went into school for business because I wanted to be a business person. And then a part of that journey for me is to be very much a spiritual business person. And one thing I've learned through my own entire um, entrepreneur journey is that entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey. (laughs) More on that later. But um, so I still to this day will read books on law of attraction or, you know, ayahuasca journeys. But before that, and I still do catch up on some of my favorite entrepreneurs because I love innovation because actually innovation is a part of spirituality because spirituality is about growth and evolution. And a lot of the times within entrepreneurship, that's really what it is. I've just learned to be a soulful entrepreneur. Um, So I'm not here for the grind and the hustle. I'm here for flow and receivership. And I love to teach my clients that too, which is all about how can we build a business that allows us to be fully, solely expressed and for it to be easy. So I share this because, um, so I follow a lot of entrepreneurs and I um, am very much like an entrepreneur driven person in the sense of like, I love entrepreneurship. I love to understand how entrepreneurs started their business and their mindset and all that stuff. I think that's what got me into this entire manifestation journey. But um, one thing that Elon Musk said, and I don't care what people say, I think he's like some sort of crazy genius, but like very connected to something bigger than himself that's leading him to become the wealthiest man on earth to do all the things that he does that are really out of this world. Um, He said that recessions are a good thing for the economy. And honestly, I have to agree because um, it really starts to put some sort of pressure on people to either become a better salesperson, a better business owner, a better entrepreneur, a better, you know, employee, whatever it is. And I, he also mentioned that during this time in the recession that we are going to see a lot of businesses fail and close. And the reason for that is that they are not contributing to the human race. And so as he states that I believe that too because actually everything you know in this universe and everything that I study I study the universe right the law of compensation the law of compensation says you will be compensated in direct proportion to um, the benefit you can give to someone else or the service and there's a lot of businesses out there that are just like not contributing to society or um not uh, being a positive impact to the world and the human race. And it's their time to begin to close down that and redistribute wealth to things that are truly contributing to the growth 
and the expansion and the awareness for human evolution. These are my thoughts and these are my beliefs. So that's it. And so interestingly enough, as I share this, I'm talking about money consciousness um, because it really is a time, I believe, that we are being pressurized by external factors to go inwards and ask ourselves, what, how do I want to contribute to humanity or to human consciousness or to the greater good? How, how can I do this? How can I step into my purpose? How can I step into my passion? How can I help more people? This is the truth. And I share this because I've worked through a recession before. I started my career in a recession. I started my career in Alberta's recession, I believe in 2014. And if you know anything about Alberta, Alberta is a place in Canada where it is fueled by oil and gas. And so when I started my career, I was working through a recession. And you know what I decided to do? Instead of just saying, oh, I'm working through a recession, this is hard, I decided to look for opportunities in a recession. What industry is going to still continue to thrive even though oil and gas is down, which is Alberta's entire economy? Technology. And that's where I went. And that's where I grew. That's where I thrived. And even though one thing that I learned and I built as my skill set during this time, during the economic recession in Alberta was how to develop relationships, how to make human connections, how to be memorable and make an impact. And that skill set led me on to everything that I am today. And so this is the benefits of a recession. You know, I mean, for me, I see it as that and that helps me and that doesn't create this looming economy or this doom economy. I see it as an opportunity to thrive. I see it as an opportunity to connect to your higher self and know that if you lead from this place, that if you're guided from this place, if you embody that energy of your higher self, you can you can create any economy. That's That's really it. And so... This is all about money consciousness. When everything outside of you is happening, what you can do is go inwards and create that internal economy. Because I know for myself during this time is that things are hard outside everywhere in the world. Like, you know, there's a huge rise in mental health and there's a rise in burnout and there's a rise in people um, training their time for money and that not everyone is going to want to continue to do what they're doing and they may want to switch either careers or opportunities or way they're doing things. And that's where what I do, the personal development industry, spirituality, um, manifestation is going to be a different industry. It's going to be something that grows because, you know, like I mentioned, I spent a lot of time in the world of commerce, right? And I, I know what's happening there, right? Like what's happening in the economy, what industries are thriving? Well, a lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are anxious. A lot of people are scared. And so what's going to be a prioritization within um, 
within the next few years is focus on mental health, emotional well-being, actually going out and living the life that they finally have lived or wanted to live. There's this article that um, more youth or people within like the millennial age frame in life, it, they're saving less and now enjoying their life more because if the last two years hasn't taught them anything, the world can change very, very quickly. The probability of buying a house seems so much lower. So why tie yourself down to one if you could be living anywhere in the world now that remote work is so predominantly um, available to a lot of companies? Or there's this concept that like now, you know, even the concept of you know, using magic mushrooms to aid with depression is becoming more mainstream. And people are truly using their subconscious and the concepts of manifestation to create their reality, i.e. I am an example of that. Times are changing. And so the concept of money is changing as well. The concept of consciousness is changing as well. And the most powerful thing you can do during this time is to develop yourself. So I'm grateful that I worked through a 2014 recession in Alberta because it truly pushed me as a new graduate to be really resourceful, to not just sit in a victim mindset saying, oh my God, I can't believe I'm starting my career in a recession. But I actually think to myself, I'm starting my career in recession. How do I become resourceful? How do I become better? How do I become memorable? And where can I look for opportunities? And that's really what's happening right now. It's nothing outside of you that is creating this. It's all what's happening inside of you that is going to create all of this. There are going to be people that win in the next few years, and there's going to be people that are stuck or lost or confused. And, you know, you as my listener on this podcast, I hope that I encourage you to start thinking about this. I hope that as you, you know, either follow me through my social media platforms or do listen to this podcast, take radical responsibility for your own transformation and your own evolution and your own growth. No one's going to come save you. And so that's what money consciousness is, is how can you expand your consciousness when it comes to creating wealth, prosperity, and abundance? Because I really think, yeah, I, as I mentioned, I have some some different thoughts about this time, but really the 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 moral of the story is that um, how are you going to grow during this time? The only time people truly grow in life or expand or change is through real pressure, like real hard times. Like I. I said that no one decides to go on a personal growth or personal development journey until they're faced with hardship in their life. And that's the fucking truth because humans don't want to change if they don't have to be or they don't aren't forced to, right? Like, you know, sometimes people will be like, oh, I feel shitty, but I'm not going to do anything about it because it's just easier to just feel shitty. 
well, for me, that was how I felt for a very long time. Like I felt really shitty in my job and I was just like, oh, I'll just keep bearing with it until like an external factor, which was getting laid off, made me think, well, fuck, this is one very short life that I have. If I'm not doing what I want to do with my life, like what the hell? And that's what the economy is doing. That's what external pressure is doing right now for a lot of people. Not all people, but a lot of people. It's making you ask yourself, like, do you want to keep doing what you're doing or do you want to change? Do you want to evolve? Do you want to grow? And um, there's obviously sections of growth for different economies or different parts of the economy or industries. I found that, for example, last year was a big year for a lot of healthcare workers. They were so burnt out and a lot of them and have switched careers completely. And I think that's so freaking beautiful. But it was due to external pressure, right? Mandates. Do this or lose your job. And if you were to ask the people within the healthcare industry um, two years ago, if they were in the verge of either switching careers or doing something different, probably not because they were thinking it, right? But they were golden handcuffs by a great salary, pension, all the benefits of having a job and, you know, working within that industry. And then external pressure happened where people then decided, okay, it's time to do something different. Like I don't, I, I have my own sovereignty and my choice in my sovereignty is that I get to choose. And so I've seen a lot of people that are in the healthcare industry that are, you know, now healers, coaches on a mission to help other people navigate hard times as well. And it's so cool. But like I said, this is a time right now that the universe and the economy and the world is putting external pressure on people to start to look inwards. No one starts a personal development or personal growth journey when things are going good. That's the fucking truth. People only start it when they're uncomfortable or tired of being tired or uncomfortable in their comfort zone. That's when things change. So this was a long-winded podcast episode on talking about the economy and how it is truly a spiritual journey. (laughs) So if this podcast resonated with you, let me know. Um, But that's like, that's just a little bit about me, right? Like before I became like who I am today, I was very much like someone that bought Forbes magazine, um, spent a lot of time reading on entrepreneurs. A lot of my books, um, my previous books are on entrepreneurship and um, revolution and evolution and innovation within, I guess, the economy, because I do really enjoy that stuff. And now I've just expanded it to be a part of my spiritual practice and what I do in terms of helping society, humans, consciousness, my community as a whole to be just more aligned with who they are and who they're meant to be. Because we all came here for a reason. And, you know, if this thought doesn't provoke some thinking within you, like, 
you cannot truly believe that you came onto this earth, reincarnated here onto this earth to like work, pay bills and die. You really cannot believe that. Because like if you even expanded your consciousness even more to actually become aware, we are literally living on a spinning rock in space. If that thought doesn't F with you, then like, I don't know what will because that that literally was for me like expanding my consciousness to think like how the heck like what am i here to do because like what i'm here to do has to be greater like i you know like i'm in the process of like thinking of starting a family and starting a family and it's not easy to make a baby right like i mean it's easy but not easy that i just didn't even realize the entire process of it till like i started to research it but like you know, it's, there's like a two to three day window that you can actually like have a baby in a month. And then that egg and sperm has to like connect and then create this human. And it's not that easy. So the probabilities of you being here alive, breathing in your physical body also means that there's a probability that and a possibility, and a potential, and a purpose for why you are here, and why you came here. And that thought is like so big to me that it's like, I can't settle, right? And so I want you to start thinking about that. It's like, I can't settle either, because, you know, it's important to expand your money consciousness. It's important to expand your consciousness. It's important to start to stretch and see and understand why you came here and what you're meant to do. Because that importance is going to lead you. It's going to push you beyond what's happening in the outside world. You're gonna keep showing up, you're gonna keep becoming, and you're gonna just keep striving to make this life the best that it can be, no matter what's happening. I'm gonna close this off, very long-winded podcast. This is a great quote. In a world of change, the learners shall inherit the earth, while the learned shall find themselves perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. With lots of love, Lily. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Seekers podcast with Lily. It means the world to me that you've lent your soul, your ears, your presence to be here with me. And I hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast. I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on social at This Must Be Lily. And if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. And if you're looking for further ways to work together, check out the link in my bio. More than anything, I hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized. With lots of love, Lily.